1: It's time for the Sharks' morning skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Ramenda.
0: Bienvenue, bonsoir, mesdames et messieurs. Welcome to saint Bell, the Bell Center, in beautiful Montreal. I'm sitting here with Drew Ramenda and Drew. Every time I walk into a, a barn like this, and this is no barn, it uh, it just uh, brings out all of the excitement of the game of hockey I'm looking up and I see 24 Stanley Cup championship banners I see absolutely zero banners for conference championships for you know president's trophies none of that and there are 18 retired numbers up there so everybody on the current team has to wear a number 97
1: <laughs> yeah you don't, you don't get to really pick a jersey number they'll tell you which jersey you're wearing when you come here when was the fir- first time, uh, remember the first time going into the Montreal Forum?
0: That, absolutely. Yeah. I, first time I went ever went in actually was before I got to the NHL. I was in the American Hockey League for a game, and we were driving from Newmarket, Ontario, yeah. to Sherbrooke, Quebec. Yeah. Yeah. And so we stayed over in Montreal because we were driving the whole schedule. Robbie Futorek took us to the game at the Forum, Went to see the game and watched the Montreal Canadiens play the Boston Bruins, wow. which is like a big, big deal. Yeah. And that place, I really miss that place. That yeah. the the, the forum in Maple Leaf Gardens will be in Toronto tomorrow. Yeah. I I just think we're fabulous buildings. That, you know the atmosphere, the, all the history, but you've got some of that here, and you feel it when you come to this place.
1: Yeah, they tried to transfer as much over as they could, without a doubt. But it is. Uh, I like your point about the fact there's no. President's Trophy, conference championships, or division winners, or this is cups or nothing. Now it's been a long time since they won a cup, but they still got enough banners up there. They could, they certainly could rest on their laurels. Montreal Canadiens though aren't. I mean, they've tried to, they're they're in kind of the same situation as the Sharks, as far as trying to rebuild and become that constant playoff uh, entity and be a contender. And they've made some changes from general manager to coach it was interesting today, Marty St. Louis, the head coach, not usually what happens in, as we know, in hockey, after the team leaves, the guys who were playing tonight, after they leave, the assistant coaches stay out with the, you call them the black aces, the guys that aren't playing because they usually wear black jerseys. But Marty St. Louis stays out with with guys. And...
0: He was, by the way, running stairs when we got here. Yeah,
1: well, yeah. It was, Iron legs, without a doubt. But, so the head coach is out working with guys. Tells me a couple things. One, he's coaching. A lot of times, coaches don't get to coach very much. You're more of a manager. And also, he's showing those players, hey, I care about you. I care about making you a player. I care about helping you get back into the line.
0: You're important to our team.
1: Exactly. Exactly. No matter what position you're playing or how much ice time you're getting or if you're getting any ice time, you are important to our team. I agree with you. I think it was it's really neat to see that happen. And with the Sharks, hey, they've got to start getting back on the winning track. This Home has not been great for them to get wins. And I'm I am uh, optimistic when I look at an optional practice right now and we're seeing everybody out on the ice.
0: It was optional today?
1: It was optional today.
0: Doesn't look like it out no. there. Everybody's out there.
1: Optional today, and this is what we're seeing. So, to me, that's optimistic. They still have enthusiasm, and I think that can go back to the head, the head coach after disappointing um, results. But I wouldn't say disappointing play, would you?
0: No, I think yeah. they've really worked yeah. hard. I mean, the, there were there were disappointing moments. Yeah. The classic yeah. example is Sunday. Late bad change by Timo Meyer and bad puck placement when he was making a change with Hurdle pass up the ice, break away, game winner. And again, unfortunately, and I hate to point out individuals, but Kapo is not making big saves. And that's another thing he's gonna have to do on this trip because James Reimer was put on the IR, Aaron Gell was recalled from the Barracuda, so he'll be backing up Kapo, I'm assuming, tonight. And this is a big trip for Kapo and for some other players on the team. The Sharks, by the way, also recalled Jeff Vl, which I think is cool. cool. Because, number one, he plays a feisty brand of hockey. Yes. But, number two, you think he's going to be a little fired up playing in his home province tonight Absolutely. if he's in? Absolutely. And I assume he will be.
1: I assume he is. But let's go back to Arundel, And, and uh, that's why they got him, right? They got him because in case one guy, James or Kak, don't work out and or are injured. Capo has the second-worst save percentage in the National Hockey League. You can't win with that save percentage. You just can't. And... Yes, there's reasons that the other team has the chance that they have, but they haven't had a lot of great A chances. Like, I think David Quinn talked about 17 last game, maybe even a little bit less. Um, they need, they, you have to have a goalie who's going to give you a chance to win. We say it all the time. So, yeah, they, they, he needs to have a performance. When you look up, when you see Dryden, and you see Plante, and you see Wah. You know, maybe that can inspire you if you're a young Finnish goaltender. I doubt it does. But if you are looking for a chance here to to get a win, and this is a team that the Sharks can match up well against, uh, they're going to have to have a tough time with their speed. But Capo needs to give them a game and needs to give them a
0: winning game. Let's look at the Canadian's defense. I'm looking at the defense saying that's probably the one area where they might be a little vulnerable. Their top D pair is Michael Matheson and David Savard. Very solid players. Savard, by the way, nice little victory, uh, game-winning goal in Columbus against his old Blue Jackets team the other day. Joel Edmondson's a pain in the neck to play against. Uh, this kid, Caden Gooley,'s got promise, but he's young. Tonight, Jordan Harris is back in. He's a Northeastern University product that uh, that's getting a chance in the NHL. And Jonathan Kovacevic, he's a really bright kid. But those aren't exactly huge names, and I, I think... The Sharks need to try to take advantage of that. And also looking at their bottom six, Jake Evans, Michael Pozzetta these are, are role players with the number one overall draft pick. Yorice Lovkovsky was pretty impressive. Sean Monahan's playing well, so they've got a little bit of depth on forward, but I'm looking at the defense and I'm saying, okay, uh, if you can exploit them in any way you can with your top six guys, you're gonna get a chance on Jake Allen who should be in goal tonight.
1: Yeah. Um... I would add Bonino's nine in there too if they can carry over from what they did uh, last game. And so when you're looking at that defense there, how do you take advantage of them? Well, you take advantage of them the way that Coach Quinn has been talking about, talking to with his guys on the tactic of making plays below the hash marks, north-south game. Tomas Hertel, Timo Meyer, and Kevin LeBanc are starting to really um, embrace that type of play. Yeah. Tomash is one of the tougher people to get the puck off in the national hockey. protects the puck really well. If they make plays below the, the tops of the circles, below the hash marks, behind the goal line, control the puck, try to get that puck possession game going against uh, that defense, they'll they have a great chance of being successful.
0: Here's one thing I'm thinking about for tonight, Drew, and that is each line, you notice they played a little bit better recently as a group. Mm-hmm. I think there's one guy that's stirring the drink on each of the lines. Here's an example. On that hurdle line, you know what Meyer's going to do. You know what Hurdle's going to do. But in the beginning of the season, you didn't really know what LeBanc was going to do. Now he's shooting the puck, and all of a sudden, things are starting to come together for that line. I looked at the uh, at that third line with Benino, and I think Noah Greger was a key to that because of the way that he's skating and providing space to allow Benino and Cunnan to do what they do best. And Luke had a really, really good game with those two goals, but I think it was his physical play that also led to some of that. So that sets things up to make things easier for Benino to use his skills at this stage of his career. But I think Gregor in, in this game tonight could be very important.
1: Yeah, his speed. Well, speed's always important, right? Speed is always important in this game. Um, I think Luke and, and Noah on that line have really pushed it to a point where they were impactful. When, um, we, look at, uh, when we look at the way the things are going, that you're right. It's, it's a couple of guys who stir that drink, and then everybody's going to work off of them.
0: Also Jonah Gadjevich is on the ice too. Good to see. He's he yeah. was out with the flu for a couple of days. Yeah. Says it hit him pretty hard, but now he's feeling much better, and that's good to see because he plays a, a feisty style of hockey. So you've got Gadjevich and you've got VL here now. Kind of interesting to see what the coaching staff's going to do with their lineup.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's always the fun stuff about morning skates is come out and find out what the coaches are going to do. And we have a coach that actually tells you, which is nice.
0: (laughs) And he's in the stands right now telling somebody else's it was an optional skate. Today, we've got the Sharks and the Canadians. We're on the air for the drive home at 3.30 Pacific time. Hope you join us for the broadcast. That's the morning skate for today. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning
1: Skate.